So, it's season two, episode two. Welcome back to Spill the Tizzle. Come and put the kettle on and spill the tizzle. Happy Monday, guys. I hope everybody had a great weekend and starting the week all fresh and happy and woo-woo-woo. Well, there are a couple updates about the last week. Yes. Um, number one being your smear test. Yes. So we left you with the food for thought last week, which was if you haven't booked your smear test and you are eligible, of age, whatever the word is, then you definitely should. So I went for mine since our last episode and... You were so stressed out about I it. You so thought it was going to be really bad and like hurt and everything. I think I didn't have... So I got the letter and I was so conscious of being like, I need to book it because there's so much like... Everyone says you just need to go yeah. and get it over and done with. So I didn't really live, leave myself enough time to kind of research, talk to my friends. Yeah. So I was stressing, like really stressing. And it was on Friday night after work. And it was just the last <laughs> thing I wanted to do after a week at work. And I was so nervous and I just didn't know what to expect. I had no idea what was going to happen. And But like, I told you it wasn't going to be bad. It was going to take maybe five minutes. I did it when I was 18. Yeah. You're 20, almost 25. I don't know why you could they do it. it so late. I don't know why we only I don't had to know. do it at 25. But anyway, yes, it was perfectly fine. So I walked in. I, I barely even had to wait because there was obviously no one in the doctor's surgery. And went in. The woman was really nice. We were chit-chatting away and she made me feel really like, oh, um, this is safe. Um, and then she was like, just go around the corner and take your pants off. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. <laughs> but it was fine. It was fine. I must admit, it was quite uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's never comfortable. Yeah. It's to be expected. But it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm crying in pain. It was just like, oh, this is doesn't feel pleasant quite, quite normal. <laughs> but no I'm really glad um I went and I encourage everyone to go it was really 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 not that bad and it was absolutely fine have you gotten your results yet I haven't got my results yet I mean I'm hoping everything's fine but did they say that if something was wrong they send you a letter yeah so That's apparently a bit silly if something's yeah. wrong you get a letter if something's not wrong you get a text and I couldn't remember so I think I was so het up in the moment when I was going in just because I was so nervous I can't remember how long she said it would take Oh. But I searched online and they said it can take up to six weeks. Six weeks? Apparently. My goodness. I mean, they'll say that COVID is the excuse, won't they? Yes. But yes, yeah, so um, yeah. looking forward to getting some results. But yes, go and book your smear test if you haven't. It was perfectly fine. And I did have a friend text me saying that she had booked it because we talked about it. Excellent. And because I had been for mine. So hopefully it will go well for her too. Um, another update. Um, we're plant murderers. Oh God. It's so bad. We have maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have a couple of cactuses too. Probably about yeah. 15 with the cactus yeah. family. And out of all of them, there's one alive, I think. There's currently... The daffodils, which are looking a bit droopy, to be honest. I think that we kept the daffodils alive, but they've just run their course now. Sure. And they're just dying of their own accord of old age which is fine rather than us killing them and we do have some more daffodils that i can see behind you that are ready to sprout soon <sighs> i'm not sure why you insisted on buying them considering we obviously can't keep a plant alive i feel like these ones are good so the ones that you buy from like the very like they're just sprouting yeah i like that because then i think it's difficult when you buy i mean this could totally be wrong but when you buy one and you take it from like its home in the garden center where they care for it in a certain way and then maybe we don't care for it in the same way it can all go a bit wrong i think it's our flat though i think we just don't get fr enough fresh air maybe not enough light there isn't enough sun like i can see that that hyacinth right there is not in enough sun <laughs> 
So we'll have to move that. But then also, Phoebe went on a walk the other day and... Yes. Yes. Oh, this was so nice. I always go on like a lunchtime-ish walk and... To be fair, people often leave stuff outside their house here. It's not a thing like up north where I'm from, but maybe it's just a thing in London. Like sometimes people leave books outside. I've seen people leave pans. Like I think (laughs) just when they have things that they want to get rid of, someone's obviously going to take them if they're just walking down the road. Yeah. Um, But I've never seen anything like this. So there was outside this person's house, there was a cardboard box, like a long one. And on top of it, about five vases of flowers that they had arranged and there was a note saying, hey, neighbor, take this to de-stress your home. They're so nice as well. And they're they're in a little mason jar. Yeah, like they fully made them. They've tied them with string. They've really put the bouquet together. There's loads of different flowers. They put loads of water in it. And there's a little QR code on it. Because uh, I didn't know what it meant or who it was. And um, I put the QR code in my phone. And it was um, Bible verses on how to stay, well, on how, how to, to relieve, de-stress. How, to, how relieve to relieve stress. stress. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's so sweet. I thought that was so, so nice because it wasn't like that. You can tell that they've taken the time. Yeah, they're all kinds of colors, yellow, purple, white. There's a really big daffodil in it, which is does not look a thing like ours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh. it's really, really, really pretty. And I thought that was just so sweet, it especially was. in the current climate. Like, isn't that so nice? It is. It made yeah. me very happy when you came home with it. Uh, well, I had to, I was quite nervous because, so I've obviously seen all these books and pans flying about, but I've never taken, not that I would take a pan from the side of the road, that seems a tad bizarre, but, and I, but I was scared to take it because I was looking like, is anyone in the house? Like, is this going to be weird? Like, am I allowed to take just, this? Just grab it and run. I did. I grabbed it and <laughs> legged it. I turned back the right, I was quickly walking and I was thinking, oh my God, someone's going to see me in their car and be like, why did you take that plant? I said that I could. Oh, but no, I'm glad you brought it. I keep walking past the house every day to see if there's anything new. Really? It's appeared, there never has been. But maybe maybe there'll be new plants. Well, go on the walk today and see. I shall. I shall. <laughs> It'll be lovely. I feel like a new segment we could bring into the podcast is purchase of the week. Because I make lots of purchases. You do. And purchase of this week has been my bed desk. <laughs> oh my god. So, obviously we have quite a small flat and we both have to work from home and we both sit at the kitchen table... And it's fine, like we do it, it all works really well, apart from we both have a call at the same time. And recently it's been so much, like yeah. we're constantly on calls the entire time, so either you or I need to go into my room, well... Go into one of our rooms. rooms. Exactly, and you have a piano stool that yes. you can sit and put, you can sit on and put the laptop on your bed, which yeah. kind, of work, kind of works like a desk. I do not have any such chair, so I have bought <laughs> a bed desk, and it's like... I've seen it before, never as a desk, but like, you know, when you bring someone breakfast in bed and it has like legs so yeah. they can eat it. So I've got one of these and it's excellent. It's been so, so good. And even when I'm watching TV in bed, <laughs> you at look night, so cuddled up, like yes. with your little teddy bear, with your <laughs> sipping on your water bottle, and then with the bed desk right in front of you. Exactly, because sometimes, like, it's hard to get comfy and get your laptop in the right place so you don't knock it when you're like relaxing. So the bed desk has been great, apart from. Oh, God. So. It always seems to happen that we don't we don't talk about when our calls are and then at like 11.59 we're both like, oh, I've got to call in one minute. I'm like, fuck, who's going to that room? So the other day I was running to my room to get ready and setting up the bed desk and putting my laptop on the desk and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm on a call with the CEO in two minutes. So I set up the bed desk and then leapt 
on the bed, like leapt to go cross-legged on the bed. It was a mistake. I had misjudged it entirely. There was not enough room for me between the end of the bed and the bed desk. And I fell literally straight back off the bed. I was a millimetre away from whacking my head on the radiator and killing myself. Genuinely. This is not a laughing matter, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Instead, I whacked my shoulder on the radiator. And was the, is there not a huge bruise? There's a massive bruise. There's a fucking huge bruise. And it was... I mean, if you just think about it, like, can you just picture that? Yeah. Literally leaping on the bed and then... I heard a little clunk on the floor. <laughs> I think there was no time to cry. Like, as I said, I was on a call with the CEO in, like, 20 seconds. So I was like, quick, get yourself together. Like, hi, hi, I'm fine, I'm fine, hi. You tend to have lots of issues in that corner of your room because you also lit a candle recently. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so. And it's not... You are quite clumsy sometimes and Definitely. you have... An obscene amount of candles, just like those long candles that don't have that much something sturdy yes. to hold it. I shouldn't be allowed to have those. So no, like, what you are they shouldn't. Called? Candlesticks. I always yes. order loads of cute ones, which I definitely don't need. But I like to set it up nicely on my bedside <laughs> table so it all looks so cute. So I'd set up it all on my couple of candles and I'd lit them and I was chilling and I was watching TV <laughs> on the bed desk. And then I was just seeing out of the corner of my eye like some smoke and I was thinking, the hell is <laughs> I look over and the candlestick has been too close to the lampshade and the lampshade is lighting on fire and I was like oh my goodness imagine if I'd gone to the bathroom like we'd be homeless right now we'd probably be in prison <laughs> to go to prison for burning down your own house I don't know I think if it's an accident you're all right it was an accident but then I called my mum like practically crying like oh my god I want to burn down the house and she was like right you are not allowed to buy any more candles. Well, you did. I already did. But she was like, you should only buy the ones that are encased in like a glass <laughs> yes. thing, which does make sense. Because yes, like you said, I have a little candlestick holder. But if I went to the bathroom or to get a drink and it fell over, my bed could be on fire by the time I returned. <laughs> like, ah! How did you, did you just blow it out off the, the lamp? It hadn't quite lit on fire yet. So it was like smoking. Like, you know, like when it starts yeah. to like... Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was like, quick... <laughs> Like, I think I may have touched it with my hand and been like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> it was awful. And I don't know whether I've lit that candlestick since. Oh, but now I, I have an haven't. abundance of candlesticks <laughs> that I need to burn. So I need to figure out a way to do it. But I think you just need some sturdier holders. Yes. And just to keep them away. Why did I think to put it under the lampshade? How stupid am I? I don't know. You're very stupid. Honestly. But yes, that was the drama of the week. I always killed myself and almost burned down the house. <laughs> Wonderful. It's all going well. It's always you though. I don't do any stupid things. I should I should start doing stupid things. Just for I the do, podcast. I do not mean to do them on purpose. I really, really, really don't. It's just awful. Has anything else happened? Um My rash has gotten better. Okay. Ish. So No, I don't think so. I can't remember where we left you, but I had been to the doctors and they'd given me some tablets. With the ep EpiPen. With the EpiPen. Oh, we did speak about this. And so it was quite like itchy and uncomfortable before the tablets but yeah. now that they've come in the rash seems to appear still mm -hmm. but isn't itchy and i'll take that for now like that's, that's fine it's better than it was we did some research yesterday and apparently it could be a lifelong thing yes so i can't remember what it's called it's not life-threatening it's not life-threatening but it's lifelong yeah <laughs> and apparently it's called i can't i can't think what the name is. it's like slang name is the skin writing like does oh, the X, X to play yeah, tic tac toe so on I can your... scratch and we can play tic tac toe. <laughs> you are so American. We can play knots and crosses on me. <laughs> I was writing away and you could like you could write Phoebe on my arm and it was just ridiculous. 
And I don't, it was something about having too much something histamine. histamine. I don't really know what that is, but. It's like when you have um, hay fever and you take an antihistamine is because... You have too, too much many, histamine. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I never thought about it like that. I think so. I do have hay fever though, so it does make sense. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? But the thing is, that, like, you scratch on one place, like, on your arm, and then, uh, like, scratches appear on your foot. That's mental. That is weird. That is really weird. Well... Maybe I'm possessed and someone's scratching me from the inside. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I've really just said that now. I'm terrified. <laughs> I wish I could take that back because now it's all I'm thinking about. Oh. <laughs> Dear Lord. Dear Lord. <laughs> Why did you do this to yourself? Dear Lord. Right, so this week's podcast, we're thinking of talking about our New Year's resolutions checkup. Yes. So <laughs> I have a long list here. I think there are about 25 on my, <laughs> hold on, let me whip it out. 24 oh New God. Year's I'm resolutions. Probably with my one, it will be 25 altogether. <laughs> but the thing is, I was listening to a few podcasts and reading a couple books, and the takeaway from all of the, that information that I gathered mm-hmm. was consistency is key. Yeah. And we may have, like, a list of 25, such as I do, <laughs> and I won't be able to do it. No. I, like, it's physically impossible because you have to be consistent with every single one, and there's not enough time in the world to do oh, this. So you need to reduce that list to one or two things that you really want to focus on and do it every single day for the entire year yeah and they say that you create a routine after 30 days or like 60 days yes something becomes a habit if you do it for that long yes you're right but I don't believe that because I have done like I don't know play piano every single day for 30 days yeah and it's still not like I still if I don't do it every single day after those 30 days it's not a habit I just have to force myself to play piano again yeah but what the vision is, is to look at yourself on the first day of January and look and see, see how am I going to look in 365 days? How am I yeah. going to feel? If your goal is to work out every single day for 365 days, how are you, you going to feel on that on the 31st of December? Are yeah. you going to feel happy? Is that what motivates you to be able to achieve that resolution? Exactly, because if lots of people make that resolution, I know I've made that resolution before. And I guess when you think about it like that, I don't think working out every day would make me happy, even though I'd like to. So I guess then you That's think, the motivation isn't yeah, there. Why do I want to make that resolution then? I need to think about a different way. Something that's beneficial for you and that will inevitably make you a better person within yourself. Yeah, like I'd like to make healthy choices every day yes. instead of I need to work out every day. Exactly, yeah. So... Looking at my list here, I think some of them I like physically can't do because of COVID, like see friends and family I didn't get the chance to see in the last year. Hopefully towards the end of the year, you can tick off a few friends yeah. and family members, but yeah, maybe and not then quite. A couple other ones is like have X amount in savings, which I think is possible because yeah. we're not actually... Because of COVID, that yeah. one probably is possible, yeah. And then I have like generic ones like focus on myself, be happy, don't let any boy distract you. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing that well so far. Yes, no, I feel, I feel great. Like I had this like whirlwind relationship disaster (laughs) at the end of last year. And ever since then, I'm just like, I don't want to commit to anything because I have so many plans in this year that I want to achieve and I'm committed because it will make me happy in the long run. That I don't want to get distracted. So we're focusing on yourself this year. Yes. And that, like, I've never been in in this mindset where it's like, 
I want to go out mm-hmm. and like party and meet new people, but it's not with the intention of starting a relationship yeah. or something, which yeah. is always in the back of my mind in the past. It was like, oh, it'd be fun to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, there's just no time. Like yeah. I want to, and this is also because I'm reading The Panic Years. It's really like, it's brought into light that we do have, we women have a biological clock. We women. <laughs> we women, we do though. <laughs> we have a biological timeline to have children eventually and yeah. it's something that you have to think about but you also shouldn't have to think about because you are only 20 something years old 24 i can't be thinking about having a baby yet i know exactly but then like you're judged if you don't think about it and think yeah. about your career but you're also judged if you think about your career and don't think about yeah. having children so it all comes into this and it's like right now i'm 24 i'm turning 25 soon i'm living my life mm-hmm. i've been robbed of the last year yeah. I need to just do something that makes me happy. And currently I know that being in a relationship will not make me happy. Yeah. I need to be, this is so deep and like awful and cheesy, <laughs> but I need to be in a relationship with myself to be able to get to being comfortable yeah. in that committed relationship with someone else. But I feel like else. the first step to that is you saying this. Yes. And the realization of that is already half the work. It is. Yeah. It is. And taking example of this, it's like I've committed to tr- trying to run. Yes. And do cardio. <laughs> I have purchased a Fitbit. I'm content. I'm doing a Strava challenge. I'm pushing myself. And Strava always like freaked me out because I didn't want people to like see my running because mm-hmm. I'm awful. <laughs> and but I'm building like I'm building the confidence because also people are giving me kudos yes. and it's like people are supporting each other. But the number one thing is you have to the hardest thing to go running is just put your shoes on and get out the door. Exactly. You're and already that, doing most more than most people because yes. you're doing it. And even if I like put my shoes on, get out the door and then run like 10 minutes, it's still more than what I did a couple weeks ago. Exactly. And that's, it's the small steps because in the long run, if you do that every single day, every like couple days a week, it does create a routine and you, you visualize at the end of the year, how are you going to feel having committed to doing that and doing that every single day, do you feel proud of yourself for maybe you didn't get to your goal, but you're doing what you want? Yeah, absolutely. And I, so I did couch to 5k like two years ago now. And I think I was never passionate about running. Like I wasn't really bothered about doing a 5k. It had never come. It wasn't something that I particularly wanted to do. My friend encouraged me to do it with her really. And I didn't really think about the fact that it would make me happy but I think even though now I definitely couldn't run a 5K, the fact that I can say, oh, I did once do a 5K, like I'm so pleased with that. And I'm glad yes. that it was something that I did accomplish at that point. Exactly. Maybe, maybe I'll work back too. You will. Oh, what, we're going to go running today? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe another day. Um, I need to psych myself up. Now that no, I'm, yes. Now that I've been away from the couch, I'm not joking when I did couch to 5K, this was two years ago, and there is no way that I could run anywhere near 5K now. The thing so is, I you run... Get- on the treadmill anyway it's like when we go to yeah. the gym we've discussed this before i could never go onto the treadmill and run more than like 10 minutes i would have to stop because i physically couldn't yeah you the entire time i was doing weights or whatever maybe a 45 minute session you would be on the treadmill the entire time i mean i would take walking breaks on the treadmill but, but i would be constantly moving yes but the main reason why that is I wouldn't have a fucking clue what to do with weights or on the mat. Like, I don't know anything about... like I, I could have taught you. Yes, you could have done. But I am just not a create-my-own-workout type of person. I'm just not... I'm not passionate about working out. I mean, we all know this. <laughs> but I could... Running, like, I don't really... When, when I've got my music on and I'm just going away and I'm just thinking about stuff and my mind is wandering, like, I'm not really thinking about it. Whereas on the mat, 
I'm always conscious, like, oh, right, how many sit-ups should I do? How should yeah. I live? Like, I, I like to get a bit more, like, detached almost from the fact that it's a workout because I don't love working out, but it doesn't feel so much like working out. I think, honestly, cardio is the worst thing ever in life. <laughs> Yesterday... We were on a, we were taking the train. So I gave blood yesterday. Oh, that is something. Another food for thought. That's not actually the food for thought this week. But I gave blood yesterday. If you can give blood, please give blood. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> that is also not as bad as people think it is. No, the I only was, bad yeah. thing is like when they put it in and then they take it out and that's like two seconds. Yeah. That's it. But, and you're also doing a good deed. And it takes, I don't know, 30 minutes of your day. Yeah. So anyways, on my way back, we went on the train together and we had, there were a couple platforms at this train station and the first, the guy, no, we were walking through a parking lot and we couldn't get out of the parking lot. We just didn't know the area at all. And then the train was coming in like two minutes and we were sprinting. And I thought this entire time I had maybe a Bev and it was not wise considering I'd given blood that day. I was quite tired whatever and I was running I was like I should probably be able to run better than this considering I've been running a couple times in the last few weeks and you're just sprinting I'm like how's she doing was I was I I'm not sure and if I was I was definitely dying inside it was because we could see the platform yes I could see the platform and I could see the train approaching but there seemed to be a barbed wire fence between the parking lot I'm not saying parking lot the car park and the platform. And Why the, am I so American? I, this has all come over all of a sudden. I don't know. I, I, don't I used know. to say knots car. and crosses and car park. Yeah. I don't know. I Anyways. Don't know. But yes, we could. that was the worst part, that we could see the platform, but there was no clear way how to get to it. You know when you're in car parks and there's like all these doors, like this way to the exit, this way to the street. like. And then we had the mask on as well, and I was like hyperventilating oh, under that. It was awful. <laughs> you couldn't stop sweating after. So it was a... 25 minute journey home on the train I sweated the entire time and she was like don't worry it'll stop in a minute just calm down just breathe it'll fi-. and I didn't I had literal droplets when we got off the train at home it was ridiculous and it was like two degrees outside oh my god why am I like this <laughs> this is what I mean if you think I can run a 5k you're wrong <laughs> really wrong oh anyways we made the train and we were like the the train was delayed anyways, that so we didn't the, actually yeah, need to run. Guys. Oh, anyways. <laughs> but I still had a cough this morning because my throat hurt so much from breathing so hard from running. This morning still. <laughs> so we need to go running ASAP. We do. We need to start. I, we need to start with a combination of walking and running. Like no, couch we'll do couch, couch to five k. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I, I tried to do catch to 5k, but I found it really boring because you do a five minute warm up, then you run for 60 seconds and you walk for 90 seconds. Yeah. I know I can run more, than, more that. than that. Yeah. So I tried it on like week three or something, yeah. but I think it's good to start from the beginning so you can focus on your breathing and like exactly. pace yourself. Yeah. And you eventually... can get used to it a bit more, even though you definitely can run for 60 seconds. Although when I started catch to 5k previously, I could not, but... You worked your way up. I worked my way up. But I think it's good, yeah, to start from being, like you said, get used to your breathing, get used to running, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Well, um, aside from running, my other goal here is to do Pamela Rife workouts every single day. Ah, yes. So far, that has not happened. You do it most days. I do it. I've done it every single week since the first week of January. Yeah. Um. I would say I do it three times a week and then go running once and then walk most days. Oh, I would say so even I more. I think you do it four or five, maybe? 
Well, I try. Yeah. But, like, it depends because if I go for a run, my yeah, legs yeah, don't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways, I think I'm doing quite well with that. And I have joined in on a few of those, too. The workouts? Yes. 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 There are some dance workouts. It's I fun. I love the dance ones. That's the thing, I think, with me and working out. I do, when it feels so, like, strenuous and, like, I've got to really think about it, I just can't be bothered. But whereas Pamela Rife does all these dances, she did, like, a Christmas dance, an R&B dance, or, like, 80s dance, whatever, and they're so fun. They are. I really would recommend My them. My favourite one is the best of hit. And yes. we have to do that because I went for a run, I came back and I did that and it was the best sweat I've ever <laughs> had in my life. Not that you're going to have an issue with that, but... I'll always be sweating. But <laughs> even our mums did the dances. Yes. And they both liked them and my mum is definitely not a work workouter. A, a worker outer, a fitness person. <laughs> and she loved it too. She did. It makes it fun. You have yeah. to find something fun. Absolutely. That you enjoy doing, not that feels like, oh, I've got to go to the gym or, oh, I've got to do this now. Exactly. It shouldn't be work. Yeah. Um... And then my final two that I really want to point out is, and I find, I know this is so stupid and people are going to judge me, but I find this it- This is a safe space. We're not judging. <laughs> okay. Judge. Thank God. <laughs> I find it really, really boring and a waste of time. And I feel like I'm losing out on other things I could be doing when I brush my teeth. What? It's like the two minutes of brushing my teeth. I feel like I'm in pain. Like, it's just so boring. I'm just sitting there not doing anything. (laughs) And the thing is, I bought an electric toothbrush like a year ago. Yeah. Only started using it really as of the beginning of this year because it times you. Every 30 seconds, it tells you to like switch sides. So I've been doing that because it times the two minutes. But... If it's any time after midnight that I'm brushing my teeth, I'll take my normal manual one and do it like scrub, scrub, scrub really quickly. <laughs> but you, I I hear you do brush your teeth yeah. and you go over the two minutes. And I'm just like, how do you do this? So again, I would probably say that I agree with, I would probably say I agree with finding brushing my teeth boring. I've never thought about that. <laughs> but I always wonder about, my mom always used to get so angry at me because toothpaste would drop from my mouth to the yes. floor. Well, does that not annoy or you? Or on my top. I used to always have to change my top before going to school every morning because I dribbled when I was brushing my teeth. But <laughs> I always walk about when I'm brushing my teeth. So I'll be like looking at something in my room and getting stretches. Then I'm brushing my teeth for like five fucking minutes. <laughs> but I actually do have an interesting story about toothbrushes. So... Right. I forgot to take my electric toothbrush home at Christmas yes. to my parents' house. So I had to buy a manual toothbrush. And me and my dad are both the same. With You're my the mom, most aggressive yeah. toothbrushers I ever. <laughs> is that the word? I don't know why, but yeah, I am so aggressive. with and like I have to throw away a toothbrush after a week and a half because the bristles are coming off in my mouth. Like genuinely, <laughs> I'm aggressive. So we bought, we were at Waitrose one day, bougie, I know, but it's only because I was with my parents, I'd never be able to shop at Waitrose normally, and they had, they're Swedish, no, no, they're Swiss, they're Swiss, oh. I don't know why, I always get Sweden and Swiss, that's appalling, yeah. considering you've known each other for like six years, I know, but so they're Swiss, I can't think what they're called right now, but they're soft bristle toothbrushes, and they have a lot more bristles than regular toothbrushes, so you really can't like make them go a mess if you know what I mean because they're too soft because they're so soft and my dad thinks it's like the best thing in the world me too and I used this toothbrush for the entire time that I was at home over Christmas I only came back when end of Feb yeah so I'm not joking when I say a week and a half two weeks I throw away a toothbrush and this was over two months oh my god I would highly recommend if anyone has the same trouble. Do people have this trouble? I don't know. Because I also brush so aggressively 
I'll miss my tooth and whack myself in the like like cheek or something and like be really in pain you do this also with that tongue scrubber and you gag (laughs) (laughs) thanks but yes I do because I always try and get as far back on my tongue as possible to get all the dirt or all the whatever it is and I'm like in the mirror (laughs) I hear you I just don't know how to brush my teeth properly if anyone wants to give us an insight I'll do a YouTube video tutorial (laughs) how to brush brush your teeth Oh my goodness, that's really good. You have to find out what the name is. Yes. Okay, I've got it. They're called Curaprox Ultra Soft Toothbrushes. I bought these ones in Waitrose and then me and my dad used them both. Then I bought some more on Amazon so you can get them on Amazon. Uh, I just typed in Swiss Soft Toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I would highly recommend if you have any trouble like that because they're just... Does anybody? I mean, let us know because me and my dad, completely in the same boat, all the time we brush too aggressively. But my mum and my brother don't. Do you? No? No. I have a toothbrush that could last like a year. It's not hygienic. I wouldn't use it for the year, but I could do it. Well, I'd like to hear everyone's thoughts. Does anyone else brush their teeth aggressively like me? Is it because I'm rushing? You are the most het up person I've ever met. Correct. You just, it's like even this morning, just spontaneously, I just, I'm in the kitchen. I just had my pancakes. I'm eating, I'm watching Bridgerton and I see her cleaning uh hoovering i was gonna say vacuuming and i knew you were gonna slap me but <laughs> vacuum hoovering the your room aggressively and then you're like every sunday i clean i'm like no you don't not every sunday i clean most sundays and then I you come in here reason. and then you're like cleaning everything here and it's just like it was too much and it's too quick and it's like i didn't even get my head around of like i just finished my breakfast i would have helped but you were so like I don't need your help to clean my I room. I know. <laughs> not your room, but like the kitchen and the living room. And it's just, when I you mean, have an idea and you want to get it done, yes. you do it so fast and so rushed. And it's like a lot of the time when you are when you have a task at work, you do it so quickly and then you realize, oh, I did it wrong. Yeah. It's because you didn't actually read it properly <laughs> first time. With the hoovering, yes, that is true though. I was lying in bed thinking I'd like to hoover my room now. And instead of messing about, I just did it. See, no, I need to mess about for a while. Or I have to be like, if we want to go on a walk, you have to tell me at least half an hour in advance so I can mentally prepare myself. You're just like my mother. It's not even half an hour. She needs three to five working days before (laughs) going anywhere. Because like, when we were at home, my dad would be like, should we just go to Starbucks drive-thru? I'd be like, yeah, get my coat. Let's go now. And my mom would be like, whoa, whoa, what? What are you talking about? It's too much. It's so stressful, you guys. Oh my God, I'm ready. All I need is a wee and then I'm out the door. (laughs) That we could literally spend a whole podcast talking yes. about your wee. Now, <laughs> maybe not my wee, but my weeing habits. This is also another thing I'll leave you with. I feel like I need to wee whenever food is ready. <laughs> and it's a subconscious thing. And it's because in a restaurant, I remember when I was younger, I was always so scared that I'd need a wee mid-meal. <laughs> and I didn't want to. So I always used to wee right before the food came. And now, whenever food appears, I'm always like, oh my god, I need a wee. Even if you don't, even if even you wee like don't. 10 minutes before, you have to have exactly. to wee. Isn't it's the same weird? with you going to bed. Yes, I have to wee right before I go to bed and turn my lights off. Even if I weed 10 minutes ago, but I didn't turn my lights off, I'll then have to go and get... There's something wrong with me, I think. Yes, I agree. Yes. This is not normal. Imagine Let when you're going to have... It's... Imagine when you have kids. Like, you'll have to wear a nappy. I'm going to be peeing everywhere. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Well, yes, please let us know if you experience any of these yes. weird habits if you brush your teeth aggressively or if you eat too much just let me let me know <laughs> do we overshare i think so i think so 
<laughs> Whatever. It's a safe space. No judgment exactly, here. Exactly. As we said, yes, yeah, safe space. Oh, right. And the final one I would like to say is I wanted to do a season two of Spilletism and look at us here. Look at us here. It's season two, ep two, and I think it's magical. Yes. Well, I think, well, do you have any? I feel like we only talked oh. about mine. <laughs> I can't remember whether I actually made any this year. I mean, it was a very bizarre year last year, wasn't it? And I obviously didn't really accomplish loads. I remember saying last year that I wanted to go to one new country and I didn't. So I guess I'd carry that over and say I would like to go to one new country. Excellent. We also have, um, I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast, that we wrote on index cards about our 2020 goals. We did. That was before COVID even existed. Yes. So I have that envelope and we haven't... Envelope? Is that what you call it too? Okay. (laughs) I'm questioning my English now. We did this with our friend Sophie and I haven't opened it yet and we have to do that. So maybe next week we can start the podcast and sharing our failed goals of definitely, 2020 definitely. that would be lovely <laughs> anyways so we'll leave you guys with a food for thought and i think it feeds in quite well with what we just talked about and it's allow yourself to grow when you plant seeds in the garden you don't dig them up every day to see if they have sprouted yet you simply water them and clear away the weeds you know that the seed will grow in time similarly just do your daily practice and cultivate a kind heart abandon impatience Instead, be content creating the causes for goodness. The results will come when they're ready. So don't stress out if you can't get to your goals this year. Yeah, it's only March. It's only March. You can still create new ones. You can still work every single day. Create a routine. Just absolutely think of it in a positive manner. Manifest. Think how are you going to feel at the end of this year having accomplished that. And that should be your motivation. And the New Year's resolution doesn't need to be in January. If you decide today that you want to do something, go ahead and start it now. That's completely fine. Exactly. So have a wonderful week, everyone, and we will see you again this time next week. Bye, Tizzlers. Bye.